Hello, everybody, and welcome back once again to Goonies World. My name is Meanie. I'm also known as Ryan, as uh, everybody probably already knows who's listening to this. Um, and I am joined by Goonie, also known as Colin. Hello. And Sean, also known as Johnny Pharaoh. Hey, hey, hey. And joining us once again for uh, what I'm expecting, anyway, to be the wrap-up of this horrid mystery we've found ourselves in, is Lunicorn, also known as Lynn. Good evening. That's right. We are once again playing Horrid Mysteries, a pamphlet of gothic horror by Jacob Marks, which you can find on itch.io. And in our first episode, we generated our characters and set up our situation. And uh, my GM character, the late Erasmus Derip, had summoned Colin and Ryan and Lynn's characters to a mausoleum in a graveyard in Sourshire in England. Or Sourshire. British people, just please write us some emails and correct us. Uh, in the 1920s, and what they all had in common was, of course, that the demon Theriel had screwed up their life somehow, been a curse in their life, and they all gathered to confront that demon and revenge themselves upon it. So once again, real quick, let's go ahead and just remind our listeners briefly, you don't have to go into a huge spiel, of, uh, of your character and uh, who you are and why you're after this demon. Ryan, let's start with you. One Percival Schoolbeck, and I, I didn't even believe in the demon really. I, I, I was supposed to be on on the on the Titanic, and I gave my 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 ticket thing, whatever they had then. I don't I don't know um, to somebody else, and it, you know it sunk because of the demon. Or oh, that's what that's what somebody told me anyway. That's right. And he was a nihilist, and he believed in nothing. But I believe he's starting to believe. Or it could be some mass shared hallucination, but I don't. I don't think so. It could be. It could very well be. Nagoni, can you remind us about your character? Yes, Chadwick Southwick, and I was possessed by the demon Feriel, made to do horrible things, and since then I've been possessed again, and I've done even more terrible things. And I am quite cowardly, I do say so. And, uh, but to make up for that, I do have extensive scientific knowledge, and I am very intelligent. Good, we're going to need it. And Lynn, tell us about your batshit crazy character. <laughs> I am playing Orchid Caliber this evening. She is quite insane and sometimes loses her southern accent, which goes a little bit too crazy. Um, I'm after this bitch, slutty succubus, because she stole my fiance Bartholomew Winslow from me, and I'm here to get my revenge on her. That's right. And uh, you guys took some precautions. You made it. You, li- you laid out a circle of salt there in the mausoleum. You uh, doused Erasmus Derip's ancestral broadsword with virgin spit that you got from Orchid Caliber. You've also got some virgin spit on, uh, I think, what, you got five more bullets or four? Did you shoot the bullet? Did you shoot that gun last time? Uh, I think there was an unintentional discharge. We had an unintentional discharge, yeah. We had a premature discharge in one, so I think we've still got five bullets. I couldn't remember if you shot at the dogs. But right when, uh, you know, you did summon the demon, what was it you said? (laughs) The chant we made up, Ethereal, get Ethereal, come from the ethereal to the material or some such thing uh, mm-hmm. and when you summoned her you know she was the classic red skin voluptuous winged succubus but uh, she could probably take many forms and uh, Erasmus Derib betrayed the party it turned out he was just bringing you guys here to give her three souls so he could get out of the bargain that he had previously made with her and uh, you guys took care of him and well she did really um and she kissed him and ripped out his tongue and, and uh, killed him. She m- mocked Orchid and said that was the same way she had killed Orchid's fiance. Orchid became so upset she ran across the salt circle and the train of her 
bridal dress which she was wearing uh, disrupted the salt circle and the demon Furiel got out and briefly possessed briefly possessed Chadwick uh, he goes ran out into the stormy night towards the town you know, she had possessed a pack of dogs that you guys get away from and you found uh, she had gone into the town of Sourshire and the notary of the town had like butchered his family with an axe while he was possessed by her and when he realized what he'd done he ran off screaming into the night the lord mayor of the town and some constables uh, stopped you and accosted you and once they realized what was happening and once they realized Erasmus de Rip was involved in this situation uh, the lord mayor said de Rip was a known degenerate and a suspected sorcerer in the manor house just outside of town perhaps perhaps there's something something there you know that might give you some clue as to how to actually defeat a demon you know how to hurt a demon you know the virgin spit actually does harm her and hurt her if she's in a body and you know you hurt that body she'll she'll probably flee out of it into something else but you know you've seen her go into uh, some dogs cats people all that and I believe where we stopped the rain had slacked a little bit it was still raining but it wasn't like quite the terrible thunderstorm anymore and you guys had decided to go to uh, Erasmus de Rip's manor house and see what you could see and I did not just listen to the episode but if memory serves you guys were trying to figure out a way to get in and Orchid just crazily lost her patience and threw a brick through the front window at which point you guys saw I think the housekeeper in her night clothes you know running down into the room distraught and uh, she, she has screamed you're standing there in the rain the window is broken and wide open. The curtains are now fluttering. You can see a gentleman's parlor on the inside, a little drawing room. You know, stair, broad stairway going up. Uh, Erasmus de Rip obviously had some money. And that is where we stopped. Good gods! This is the housekeeper. What is this? What is this? Housebreakers! Housebreakers! I shall call the constable! 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 She's starting to panic. Falls to her knees. She's uh, really losing it. What do you guys do? Madam, please. Please, we mean you no harm. We are not burglars. We are... We simply must be allowed to enter your residence... Uh, and uh, this is a matter of life and death. But you're not wearing any pants! You're a sex offender! I know it! You're a sex offender! And look at you with that beefy, burly gentleman with the flat cap. He looks like he's probably also a sex offender. And she, look at her, what, throwing bricks through my window. Oh, it's not my window, is it? Is is Erasmus' window? Oh, 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 please... But uh, do you want to try to climb into the window, open the door? She's she's losing it. Try to calm her down. I, I would. You, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, well, I was just going to mention I am not currently wearing pants, but if you allow me entry, I will uh, f- find some pants inside. I'm sure that uh, the late. Oh, well. What? Um, <laughs> What? Yes, uh, Rip de Rip. He, uh, unfortunately, is <laughs> has uh, passed away. Uh, I'm sorry to inform you, but uh, um, and you're just going to take his pants? <laughs> well, uh, if you don't want me pantsless, trouserless, I, I, I'm sorry, trouserless. Yes, uh, then. Um, Yes, I, I don't think he'll be needing them. And um, it was a demon. It was a demon, a demon. that killed him, and we will we will t- avenge your previous boss as we seek our own revenge as well. That's why we are here. Well, I've got to say, I didn't even believe it was real, and then it killed him. And, and 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 laughed about it, if I recall. Oh. I, I didn't think it was very funny, though. 
I believe me, it was real. I always knew it would be the death of him. She she gets herself together and she stumbles over to the to the door and unlocks it. You guys can gain entrance to the front parlor of his mansion. He's been I knew he's been up to no good for many years now, but I did my best. I raised him I raised him for his dear sweet father, who's a good man. Died prematurely, you know. Erasmus I believe he summoned the demon originally to gain his inheritance early, but he began rapidly aging. And he never let me go into the basement, oh no. He's down there all the time with that inventor, Hannibal Carbolo. And then one day Hannibal just disappeared, but I'm never allowed to go into the basement under any circumstances. He said, hey daddy-o, you don't want to go down to the basement. There's something down there. So I never did, I never did. Uh, Now he's gone. Well, that's that is the that's the wages of sin, I suppose. Oh, I don't want to go down to the basement either. But I, 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 that seems to be the most logical place if you're going to be, you know, summoning demons or doing all sorts of things that you shouldn't be doing. Basement makes sense, yeah. Yes, uh, I believe that uh, we we are looking for some sort of. Um, hint or or some sort of method of uh, banishing this demon from this realm and and we might find it down there in the basement well I believe that for a while there that's what his his plan was too but he must have decided he couldn't banish her uh, well all I know is this I know he was doing some digging down there he was very secretive about it but I saw him bring shovels down there brushes, and he ordered a great many books from a bookseller in London on archaeology in Roman Britain. And then Hannibal Carbolo, the inventor, was down there working with him. But one day, Hannibal just disappeared. And I suppose if you must go down to the basement, you must. But I shan't go. I shan't go at all. Oh, and he's died. He's probably not written a will. I'll probably be out on the streets after all these years. I, I was his wet nurse. I suckled that boy at my breast, and now he's died in the hands of a demon. Oh. Well, do you think that he was digging a grave for the other guy? Oh, Lord, that never occurred to me. I can only hope not. I must go pray. I must get my things together and pray. I do hope the service can place me in another home. I wonder if the Lord Mayor can help. Oh, woe is me, woe is me. And then there's screams outside from the village again, but there's little you could probably do about that right now. But you get the very you get the distinct impression that that demon is wreaking havoc elsewhere we, in the village. We must hurry. Yeah. Um. Well. Uh. Oh. Um. Lady, which way to the basement? It's this way. It's this way. The key's hanging here next to the cellar door. I da- I daren't go down there. I doesn't go down there. But yeah, you can get the key and unlock the cellar doors and opens with a great creak. Cool air blows out. Well, Percival, thinking of himself as a rather uh, competent pugilist, will rush down the stairs. All right, and you're, you're, you're got, you've got Durip's sword, right? Yes. Yes, yes. Which is rumored to have in, in history belonged to the, the legendary Poop Ruby bandit Arthur Brown. But uh, uh, wielding that sword and you'll rush down the stairs. Will the rest of you rush down or will you follow more slowly? Uh, ladies first. I'm a oh, gentleman. Thank you. Such, as you know. Such a gentleman. Yes. Such a gentleman when you're not possessed. I do apologize profusely for that uh, whole motorboating incident. I'm terribly sorry. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious, actually, Chadwick. Never live it down. So, yeah, you uh, you make it down the stairs, and in the basement, Derip has obviously unearthed some kind of archaeological remain, though. I mean, the floor is all torn up, all the tiles all torn up, and the dirt's exposed. And he's dug down a few feet under that. And there's a door in the opposite corner of the basement, but it's like a, like a cell door. I mean, it's a huge iron door that's uh, 
and it's all locked. And all over the floor in here, that what he's dug up is there's this beautiful, beautiful mosaic. It's a gorgeous mosaic depicting something, a woman of some sort, but only someone with occult knowledge might know who it is. Would you like to try with your occult knowledge, Orchid Caliber, to identify? Yes, I would. Okay. Now, since you do have uh, a boon that would help you in this particular situation, we just need you to draw a red card or joker from our rapidly dwindling deck of cards. And by the way, when our deck of cards, which we've been working on for the last two episodes, gets down to no cards left... You know, then the demon wins in the most horrific way possible. But we need a uh, a red card for you to be able to. And hey, look what we got right here. We have the nine of hearts, which is a red card. And you recognize this this uh, depiction in the mosaic. This is Nyx, the primordial goddess of the night in Greek mythology, <coughs> which the Romans adopted. And so, given the fact that he had been, you know, looking for archaeology books and books on Roman Britain, perhaps his house was built upon a, a uh, an old temple to Nyx, the goddess of the night, a dark god that in Greek mythology even Zeus was afraid of. And of course, the as we all know, the Romans adopted much of the Greek mythology. But it actually almost seems like a half-understood early artist's rendition of the demon Firiel, who you all know too well. There are also some books and notes on a table in the corner and that and that cell door. Do you guys want to go into the room and investigate more closely? Mm, uh, not particularly. But, uh, <clears throat> I, as a player, do. Uh, But I'll let somebody else take the lead. I will be happy to take the lead. Okay. When you step into the room, uh, parts of the the rubble and the dirt, you know, that's been pulled up out of the floor to expose the mosaic, suddenly began to move and jumble and bits of tile slipped down onto the mosaic and piles of dirt fall and suddenly three of the most horrific zombies rise up out of the ground they're almost skeletons I mean there's some dried desiccated flesh some of them have like the rusting and rotten old uh, Roman armor on grunting they begin to lurch forward towards you and you will all have to figure out a way to combat or get away from these horrific zombies. I'm going to start with the guy who's not a coward, who has a sword. <coughs> I'm going to apologize to the listeners for my constant coughing. I usually edit it out, but there's going to be too much of it. I can tell you that right now. So, the, the there's only three, thank God, but they're lurching towards you and stumbling towards you. And uh, what do you do? to take care of these zombies, Percival. I'm going to whack them with a sword. All right, rushing in and whacking with the sword. And they're slow. I'm going to call this an easy task because, hey, you've got the boon that, you know, you're a good fighter. And also the zombies are slow and absolutely stupid. So what we need to draw is any number card or joker, which should theoretically in a full deck be a 78% chance, but we're down below... A full deck now. What do we have? We have, hey, a seven of spades. That is a number card. So please narrate to us how you cut up that first zombie. Um, <clears throat> I just run up to him and slice his freaking head off. Uh, yeah, and just <laughs> kick him over to the ground. Yeah, you slice his head off and kick his body to the ground. The you know, he's still got like the ruins of an old Roman helmet on, and that clatters on the ground. Another one, though, reaches out. It's it's uh, leathery, desiccated fingers. It reaches for Orchid's throat. What do you do, Orchid? I grab my crucifix 
And I say, get back, monster. Hmm. Well, get back. You certainly have occult knowledge. Now, I am not aware of any lore whereby a zombie will run away from a crucifix. But stranger things have Nor happened. Nor am I. Stranger things have happened. I do think there's not a great chance of success here, especially because, well, I was about to say Romans have never seen a crucifix. I was like, what the hell? Of course they've seen them. They've seen thousands <laughs> of them right up and down the Appian Way. I'm Spartacus. You know, they've seen them plenty. Whether they attach a lot of religious significance to it, I don't know. But I'm going to say there's a small chance. So if you could draw a face card, it's a 26% chance. I think maybe, just maybe. And so... We're going to draw that right now. And what are we... Oh, look at that. We have a jack. Yay! We got the jack. We got the jack. Okay. Well, there's um, something about this cru- this uh, crucifix that just... Dry- that, that zombie... <laughs> Does that zombie cannot handle. And he backs off. <laughs> flinches and cowers away towards the back of the room. But the final zombie... Is uh his his whole jaw like like distends and like hangs up extra wide, and begins moving right towards Chadwick. Uh, looks like he's gonna try to swallow your entire head, Chadwick. Uh, ah. What do you do? Run away. Yeah, he's gonna flee. All right, will you um, run back up the stairs? Well, we're. It would be kind of funny if he flees into like where they were digging i don't know like you know the direction but sure you just kind of run around him past him but there's no problem there yeah so i just thought rush it would be into the room. comical the only yeah, that is comical the only other exit is uh that big iron door over in one corner but with the one uh zombie decapitated and the other one cowering in the corner, there's just the one left. Percival, would you like to manfully take care of this, this final zombie who's a threat? Yes, and uh, I think to do so, um, I'm going to first kick it in the balls um, to the extent that a desiccated Roman corpse would have balls. He's got some dry, been, he's got some dry little... <laughs> Dried tomatoes down there. <laughs> Dried little cherry tomatoes hanging in a old dice bag down there. And I know how badly you wanted to kick someone in the balls. Yes. So, yeah, we're going to call that another easy task. And you needed a number card or joker. And we have here the six of hearts. And so, yeah, please please describe in lower detail this kicking in these dried dissected balls. <laughs> Although they will be dissected, they're currently desiccated. Um, yeah, that's what I meant, desiccated. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, so um, I think that uh, it's going to go in a place that Percival was not expecting, and um, it's <laughs> he, he gets a nice solid, uh, you know, kick right in this thing's groin, and. Uh, it it it's so dried out and lightweight from being all you know all dried out um, that it, it literally um, flies up into the air and like slams into the ceiling. Now you can play some hacky sack with that. Oh my god! <laughs> it slams in the air and hits in the ceiling, and the other thing just crumbles into dust. And the other zombie is not completely destroyed, but it is literally cowering in a corner in a fetal position. Uh, it seems like it's not going to be an immediate threat. But here you have the other two points of interest in the room besides the exposed temple floor of this old Roman Britain temple to Nyx, goddess of the night. There is that uh, table full of some notes and papers and books and also the door that looks like a cell door locked from the outside, I might add. And what would you like to explore next? Well, I can tell you, Percival's interested in this cell door. Sure, sure. What about the rest of you? I think Orchid would be interested in uh, plowing through some of those occult books and see if she can find a banishment ritual or the like. 
You do anything special, Chadwick? Or are you just cowering? Well, so how deep was this hole that I was in? Well, it was, again, just a couple feet under the surface of the floor. Like you see okay. in a lot of archaeology digs, they just need to get down a few feet. Yeah. Just a, a layer or two. Um, yeah. <clears throat> well, I will climb out of that once the, uh, now that the thread is passed. Okay. And, um, well, um, I, uh, I suppose, uh, we ought to, uh, take a look at this door. To go check out the door. Meanwhile, and it, it seems pretty solidly shut. Um, the key that you have to get into the cellar obviously doesn't open this door. But while you're looking at that, meanwhile, or could you look at the table? And there are books and notes. And uh, some of the notes, one of them mentions this failed attempt to summon Furiel here. He tried it once. And then in, in what must be Erasmus's uh, handwriting, it says, Unfortunately, without the three required souls, my mistress ignored my cry. Alas, the soul of the inventor Hannibal Carbolo will not be enough. Or perhaps it is that he had with him his invention, the hyperbolic pulse generator, which he claims will generate a force that can exorcise a demon. And other than that, uh, there's uh, some scattered diagrams and different uh, pentagrams and satanic-looking circles and uh, that sort of thing. Uh, meanwhile, you guys are at the door, and this this key won't open it. Um, do you guys have any other ideas, like you might be able to somehow pick the lock, you know, with the fountain pen or whatever that might be uh, sitting on the table full of notes? Any ideas how you'd like to try to do that? Well, I can't pick the lock. I don't know nothing about picking locks. Well, and I certainly have never had any experience with such a criminal activity. Well, you are. Well, as a scientist, do you not have some mechanical well, knowledge I, of some sort? I do understand the mechanisms behind lock picking. Um, so I suppose I could look around and see if I can find something small with you know a little curve and maybe some ridges or something and um, and something else to use as a little wrench to turn the chamber Percival, is this something you'd like to share with the rest of the class? <laughs> Percival wanted so bad to say, well, no, something small with a bit of a curve and some ridges. <laughs> yeah. My mind, surprisingly, didn't even go there. <laughs> well, as it happens, on the table, there's like a little pen knife or, you know, like a letter opener and a little pen knife and some fountain pens and some things like that you may be able to use to try to try to get that door open. You want to give it a try? Yes. Uh, oh, I hope, uh... I hope this won't be... <clears throat> you know, I'm doing this for the right reasons. I want everyone to know I'm not a criminal. So not unless you're possessed by a demon. Yes, unless I'm possessed. And I'm not ac accountable for my actions. We're breaking into a sale that was built by an evil man, not a bank vault. Yes, you're quite right. It's just right, the, well. the act of it is just... Ugh. But I'll do what I must do. You'll do what you must do, and I think that your scientific knowledge would help you out here. We're interpreting silence quite broadly, but you've got a good mechanical mind. and uh, I don't think it's going to be easy, but I think your boon would help you. And so our chance will grow to you just needing a red card, right? Which is about a 52% chance. So getting at it, you draw a card and you draw, look at that, lucky you, the seven of diamonds. And this, the lock clicks quite, quite quickly. And the cell door creaks open. And inside, you see a dead man. He's, uh, he looks like he's starved to death, too. He's like claw marks all over the side of the wall. His fingernails are all ripped off. And 
but in here also is a, a, a strange device. It looks like a bellows, you know, like a fireplace bellows, but it's hooked up to what looks like a like a plasma globe, like we think of as a novelty item, you know, those, those globes where you touch your you touch the globe and like lightning shoots up at it. Uh, but yeah, it's just this clear glass container filled with a mixture of noble gases, probably Chadwick, and uh, it's got like this. Your scientific mind recognizes a high voltage electrode in the center of it, and it's got like straps on it that can attach to someone's back. And then there's a tube coming from that to this fireplace bellows, and you know perhaps this could be the hyperbolic pulse generator that was mentioned that uh, in the notes it claims that Hannibal Carbolo anyway claimed could generate a force that could exorcise a demon. Well, yes, let's it and look put into it on that like a, device. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to put it on like a backpack. Careful now. That was almost Australian. <laughs> I, I don't think that's entirely wise. You don't know what you're dealing with. This is a highly scientific instrument. And you have... I, none of you have the uh, knowledge whatsoever to to deal with such a thing. But perhaps you might, and it, the notes specifically re- refer to some type of device. I think there's a good chance this is it, if you can figure it out. Yes. Well, I, I, I think you just got to squeeze it, you know. I, I don't know, though. I, I, you might want to inspect it first, then, Chadwick. I, don't, I certainly don't want to get a shock. Yes, um... I believe this is the uh, hyperbolic pulse generator, and uh, but yes, let me inspect it, see how it functions. Okay, you want to try to figure that out? I think it should be pretty easy for you. I think it'll be a seventy-eight percent chance. I think you've got. It's. I mean, it's like a fairly user-friendly device. It seems you know quite clearly, probably just squeeze the bellows right but when you pick it up and put it on your back your body energy start you know the the electrodes in the globe they start sending out little plasma lightning to the edges of the globe and the lights flickering weirdly in the room do you want to pump the bellows well i suppose we must test it and see what it does well, all you need is a number card to really get this thing going, and look what you got. You got the four of spades. You got to get everything you need, everything you need so far. Unfortunately, the deck is is also running slightly low. I haven't counted them, but it's. I'll show you guys. It's about that that thick now, so you'll probably be okay. But uh, you squeeze the bellows, and this plasmic lightning. It's like Ghostbusters, right? It just, like, shoots out all over the room in this wild, ragged arc. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably enough force to actually knock you backwards, I think. In fact, I'm gonna ask you to draw a card to not get knocked backwards on your ass. And where it hits the walls, you know, I mean, it's like burning big, big, uh, you know, lines in the wall, melting the brick on the wall and everything else. And so, not that I'm purposely trying to get the card... Uh, the card's down to nothing, but we need a face card or a joker for you to not get knocked on your ass. I'm drawing a six of spades, and so you fall onto your ass. The arc rush, you know, goes all the way up the wall and onto the ceiling. There's some plaster and stuff falling down before you can finally get a hold of yourself and let go of it, but you certainly feel like you know how it works now. <sighs> well... Yes, I think I, I can get the hang of that, hopefully. A very powerful force. And I see someone's mouth is moving, but I s- somehow cannot hear. Speak up. Or oh, must have been a, a, on account of the loud noise from the device you just knocked, knocked, knocked you on your ass. My ears are ringing. Oh... Well, um, now, if we are to use this, I'm going to need some support, I think. We'll have to, you have to brace me, either, on e- either of you, uh, both of you on each, either side. Hold me steady while I aim it at this demon when 
if, if we can ever locate this demon. If you can keep your face away from my breast long enough, I will be happy to try to brace you. And don't forget to put some pants on before we go back out. Oh, I thank you for reminding me. Yes. uh, Well, I think we have some time to get, uh, you know, to get civilized before we do this. She is sort of, uh, you know rampaging through the village so we probably don't have that much time yes but um, there's no telling where I should go but uh, there's always time for trousers trousers and tea there's always time for both do you think that what, what this this Roman stuff down here that, uh, do you think that that's his, that she's actually actually Nix well it might she some it's possible some some demons might be known by several different names throughout history uh, hmm. but um i've i i've got to, to scrounge around see if i can uh, f- yes yeah, so find something to cover myself up i'm not decent okay well you do uh rush upstairs past the uh distraught housekeeper and go up into what must be his dressing room. He's got like a whole clo- whole room just devoted to clothes. But the the simple the, the first pants you see here is a nice pair of purple purple pinstriped pants, purple with white pinstripes, and they're really tight. You know, they're made to be worn with riding boots. Uh, but uh, would you like to grab those? Yeah, I suppose. You <clears throat> okay. I might as well. Okay. Well, you squeeze on those pants they're a little bit big so they'll have to uh <coughs> grab one of his pairs of suspenders i guess and put those on or else your pants will just be constantly falling off so that takes some time but after that you are ready to go out into the streets back you know back into the village and into the streets where you uh hear the people screaming and uh you the last time you seen the cat had you know a the, Obviously, the the demon had gone into a cat and and run out of there, but uh, um, and I don't remember. Did you guys see anything else? I can't remember if I mentioned anything else about what the demon did, but I don't think any of us remember. So that means we probably didn't. No, I think we just I think we just heard like screaming and stuff. Yeah, I think you just heard screaming in the village. Well, again, he was a little bit outside of the village, but when you go back into the village. See, there's a huge crowd of people in the middle of the street. They're all like surrounding something, and they seem very upset about what's going on. Uh, if you push your way through that crowd, I uh, can see that the two constables, you know, uh, who earlier almost arrested you. Uh, you see the Lord Mayor on the ground; his brains have just been dashed out on the cobbles. And these constables are just beating, beating his corpse with their night sticks. And uh, foaming at the mouth, and everybody in the, you know, all the villagers are surrounding this terrible scene. They're obviously too, too timid to do anything about it, but they're foaming at the mouth. Their eyes are glowing red. You're starting to think that possibly the demon may even have uh, possessed these two, these two gentlemen. We're going to kick him in the balls. It looks, it looks like a normal uh, police. Uh <laughs> police business to me. Uh, yeah, just normal police business. And yeah, you rush in and you kick one of them in the balls. Again, I think that should be easy for you. You just need any number card or a joker. And what do we ha- Oh no, you rush in and we have the king of spades. You rush in and you aim a kick, but you miss. And I'll let you narrate how that misses exactly. Yeah, so uh, Percival rushes in... Uh, confident in his uh you know ball kicking skills um completely whiffs um doesn't even hit the the constable at all which surprises him obviously because you know and so his he was expecting to come into contact with something that would stop him and it gives it a whole bunch of force which when it fails to come into contact with anything completely launches him you know backwards onto his back and knocks the wind out of him yeah that's exactly what i was imagining might 
happen. And then uh, that guy who you tried to kick in the balls and whiffed on. And by the way, if you'd like to listen to us missing for 45 minutes straight, go back into our archive and find the House of Whips, House of Whiffs, Shadow of the Demon Lord episode where I think we just, nobody hit anybody for like an hour and a half. I'm exaggerating, but uh, it was now a whiff when we miss somebody. Whiff. But he advances on you, you know, leaning over you. The other one is continuing to beat the other. Uh, what are the rest of you guys doing? Well, I want to uh, get back up and uh, <clears throat> stand up and just stare at this at this constable and say, "Why don't you just sh- come on out and show yourself again, demon?" And uh, at that point, he uh, screams at the top of his lungs and grabs his head, and his forehead just explodes and showers blood, chunks of skull, and brain matter all over you guys and pretty much everyone else in the crowd. There's a huge collective scream. You're an oh, heavenly God! And uh, people being backing up out of the way. And then the other constable who was, who was beating the dead body of the Lord Mayor just falls to the ground and uh, there's a uh, night bird who had been uh, perched nearby. What kind of birds are out at night? I don't know. Owls. There's an owl. Uh, The owl's eyes suddenly grow red and it flies off in the direction of the church, the church of St. Jude. And uh, (coughs) then the crowd, they all turn around. One of the crowd members points at you. You're the ones. You're the ones who summoned the demon. I heard the Lord Mayor say so. You're in cahoots with that Erasmus de Rip. I don't think the demon will trouble us when they're gone, gentlemen. And the crowd begins advancing menacingly upon you. What do you guys do? Run or stay and tangle with the entire village? Stay back. Listen, you... We're we're here to we're here to to, to 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 send that thing back to hell, and that's just what I'm gonna do when I run off to the church. Okay. Well, you you rush off to the church, and I assume you two follow along, right? So yes. so now now you got the crowd chasing you, like a good half of them who have been maddened by everything. They've I want seen. to um, while I'm running, I want to fire my gun up in the air, try to <laughs> okay. You Actually, know, you know what? That, that probably that probably would scatter a few of them. That probably would scatter a few of them. In fact, I say it'd be very easy to get that scatter a few of them. I also know that you're not a great shot, and you've accidentally shot off your gun before. So I think that there is some element of risk here that could affect the story. Meaning, I do feel that a card needs to be drawn, and I think it'll be easy. We're giving you the easy seventy-eight percent chance of success roll here, but. Uh, you're going to need a number card or joker to scare off a good chunk of them. And you did get a number card. You got the five of clubs. So that's good. And the crowd, like, backs off to a degree. But they're all still aggressively waiting, like, at the edge as you guys run over to the to the church doors. And uh, you hear uh, one person cry out, and they say, You won't be able to get in. The vicar has... The, the vicar, uh, Vicar Belvedere, he's he's uh, he's blocked off the door of the church. He's barricaded it. You could hear that as you're running towards the church. Uh, you do catch sight of the owl, like, going into the church, like, through the belfry up top. And, uh, you know, still raining, but again, not, not pouring, but there's a flash of lightning that silhouettes the, the belfry of the church. And the... If the door is barricaded, I mean, it's you can't tell from out here. But would you like to go up into the church through the door, or find some other way in? Because it's clear well, to Percival you now is that just the demon gonna, has gone into the church. Yes, Percival is just going to, you know, run full speed and shoulder into the door and okay. try to bash it open. I think that with your fighting ability, that's got at least a fifty-two percent chance of success. So. We just need a red card or a joker, and what do I have here? I have the Ten of Hearts. It's a smash! You smash in with your shoulder. You still got the sword, of course. 
And when you guys get a look at the inside of this church, it has been transformed. Now, if somebody has lit every candle in here, there are candelabras everywhere, so there's this dim reddish flickering light, um, and yet none of the candles are giving off any smoke. And the cross that normally... This is an Anglican church, so it's not like they have like a lot of gory crucifixes or pictures of saints or anything like that in here. But they do have uh, the big cross up in the center of the church over the altar on the opposite wall. Somehow, it is now hanging upside down. There's little bowls with the uh, sacraments and the holy water, and you can see there are turds floating in it. It's like the whole place has been befouled. And there's a little old man wearing like a priest collar. Not a Catholic priest, but you know Episcopalian. They wear that same kind of little white collar, right? And, uh, well, they wouldn't be Episcopalian. They'd be Anglican. Anglican. Yeah. yeah. Episcopalian is just American Anglican, right? And uh, he's sitting up there with his head in his hands like he's given up. He's sitting in front of the altar. Don't even notice your, your entry. He's weeping. He's weeping. And, uh, what do you guys do? What's wrong, vicar? What's that? He looks up. He's, look at, look at it. Look at it. My faith is not strong enough. My faith is not strong enough. I've been having terrible dreams for weeks. I knew something was wrong. I knew something terrible had occurred. And now look. And he gestures up at the cross. And look. And he gestures at the turds floating in the holy water. And I did not light these candles. Something just in the last few minutes has gone terribly wrong. I'm in great fear. I was just praying to God that something would save me. Have have you? Have you been sent by God? Um, well, not, not indirectly. Yeah, um, you know, it's how, uh, however you want to interpret it. I see. I we see. have been sent by God. Well, to right terrible wrongs. Well, the Lord does work in, in mysterious ways. Very mysterious ways. I, I just wonder, I wonder what God would think if he knew that, that I was the demon Furiel. And he rises up and his whole body just splits in half. And then the naked, voluptuous, blood-red, winged, horned, tailed body of Furiel just blows out of the inside of uh, the vicar Belvedere and laughs and then vomits acid in a huge cone at you guys. Everybody's going to have to dodge out of the way or get burned by acid. So I'm going to have each of you draw a card. It's pretty far away. Ryan's going to get a better chance than anybody else. He needs a red card. Though. Oh, no, he doesn't. He's burned. He's burned with acid now. Again, in this system, it doesn't really have, you know... Uh, uh, hit points or anything like that, but it hurts, right? And and possibly there'll be some scarring. And uh, the rest of you, it won't be quite as easy to dodge. We need a face card or a joker for Chadwick, but oh no, no, the six of diamonds, and oh, Chadwick, you're sprayed with vomit, acid vomit of a demon. And finally, again, we need the face card or joker for the lovely orchid and we get oh no it's a six of clubs another six and you're splayed with acid and all was of your that three sixes no that was oh my god was it N- no 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 we had a we had an eight six six it was almost okay. a six 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 which would have been great but that yeah. would have been awesome yeah and uh, then she flaps her wings and like flies up and she's like smugly posing as she hovers in midair with her wings flapping over uh, right in front of where that upside down cross is on the wall. And what do you guys do? Well, <clears throat> I am going to uh, immediately brace Chadwick and look up at the demon and say, Well, I've heard some rumors. Oh, yeah. I've heard some rumors. Oh. Yeah? You was really off the chain, going through the village, killing out all the people, 
killed the constables. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I know all about it. Not gonna tolerate any uh any sweet little lies. No. Well, I'll tell you this, my bulky friend. Whenever I possess someone, I don't make them do anything that they don't secretly want to do. When you spoke harshly to your wife, Chadwick, it was because in your heart you hate her. When you slept with those prostitutes, no. Chadwick, it was no. because in your heart you crave the attention of low women. No. You know it. I know Impossible. it. Impossible. Those constables hated the Lord Mayor. The notary hated his family and wanted them dead. I merely give people what they really want. Join me now, and I'll give you what you really want. Your wildest dreams. Perhaps Orchid would like her man back. Don't you fall for it. You ruined my dress! You ruined my dress with your acid vomit, you horrible demon! I can get you a thousand new dresses. Chadwick, I can give you all the prostitutes you want. And you, Percival, you, I can make the king of all the nations of the earth. If only you will bow down and worship me. I won't be hypnotized by the likes of you. And I'm pretty sure that, based on the rumors that I heard, that I know who you are. Oh? I'm gonna, yeah, that's right. And I'm going to have to ask you to go your own way, Nix. <gasps> oh, oh, she flinches because you've guessed her name. She goes, no, no. And she begins to weaken. And, you know, she her wings were flapping, but she's starting to go lower or down. You realize that when you guess, you know, the demon's real name. Pleased to meet you. Hope you guess my name. And That's an a Fleetwood Mac song. Well, it's, uh, but this one is. This one is yeah. a Rolling Stones song. I knew. Song, but Brian was Somebody. doing a, a long-form joke. He was setting it up when he was doing his sweet little lies, and then he and then he said, uh, Nicks, and Stevie Nicks. The rumors. Rumors. Well, I, didn't, I didn't actually catch any of that, but as usual, Ryan's you know a lot smarter than me, and a lot of it goes right over my head. But uh, sometimes it can be helpful to be smarter than your game master. And uh, but you could tell you've weakened her terribly just by knowing her name. And what do you guys do now? All right. Now, you, are you still bracing me? Yeah, yeah. Um, Miss uh, Caliver, would you so be be so kind as to brace me as well? And now I have to hold on to this. If you will reach into my trousers, um, my new tight trousers, you will find my <laughs> pistol. <laughs> You oh, you must <laughs> yes now oh oh yes right there uh, <laughs> that's it wait that is it. oh yes that is it um, that's not your pistol I'm <laughs> sorry uh, I'm, I'm confused um, <clears throat> yes you may, you may need that because I've got to hold on to this and you might need a weapon and now hold me steady to bow down and last chance to bow down and serve me. She says, but she's weakening, you can tell. It's your last chance to go back to hell! And what do you do, Chadwick? Um, is there any Stevie Nicks or uh, Fleetwood Mac <laughs> references I can make? That would be a great fucking thing to do, but uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have anything. Um, <clears throat> so, without that, um, I am going to aim it... Uh, right at her and uh, let loose. Okay. So you don't have any particular fighting skill, but again, you, the stream of this thing, again, it's exactly like Ghostbusters. You know what I mean? It just goes all over. I think it'd be fairly easy to hit with it. So let's go ahead and have you draw a card. There's going to be a 52% chance of success. And you feel highly confident if you can just hit her. You need a red card or a joker. And what do we have here? A black card. A black card, a black card. And uh, she claps her hands and a stained glass window smashes open. And thousands and thousands of bats fly in and come down and start biting your guys, uh, you know, on the heads and necks and get tangled. Oh, a bat gets tangled up in your in your hair, Orchid. And the bats, and she's laughing manically 
but it looks like she's trying to also make her way out to the back, to the little vicar's doorway, you know, where they have the sacristy where they keep all their candles and whatnot. And so we need you guys to get away from these bats. So I'm again going to draw a card. This should be fairly easy. Their bats are stupid. You're just trying to run forward and get her, I imagine. Uh, we need a number card for Chadwick, who has a seven of hearts, and he's able to get away from the bats. We have a number card for Percival, who manages to get away from the bats. And we have a number card, the three of spades. So you guys get away from the bats. And, uh, I mean, they're still flattering around, but they're not stuck right on you or biting you. And when you bat your hands, they get away. And you can see the demon trying to... She's limping now. <coughs> it's trying to get into the sacristy. So do you want to try to hit her again with that ray? With the... With the hyperbolic pulse generator. Yes, and, um... You're going to have to hold me. I'm so frightened. You have me very, very tightly. Um, especially you, uh, madam. And I... Because my knees are weak and I can barely stand... Oh, I think I'm going to urinate in my new trousers. <clears throat> Just shoot the device. Shoot the device. Okay, here it goes. Oh, yeah, because you had like Take this. two seconds. And, <laughs> and you're going to need a red card. And what do we got? <gasps> hey, it's the Jack of Diamonds. Look at that. I started surprising myself about halfway through this where I wouldn't look at the card until I held it up and showed it to the camera. You got the jack of diamonds. It's red. You hit her. Got She's, you. There's an ear-piercing scream. All the stained glass windows in the entire church shatter. And all the candles go out. The cross, the upside-down cross, falls down from the wall and crumbles and breaks. But... The demon Furiel is now, like, burning. She's writhing on the ground in absolute agony, and she's screaming, and uh, she slowly melts away. But after she melts in the screaming, you hear a disembodied, echoing laughter, and you feel that you may have banished her back to hell. But whether you could ever truly destroy the demon. We do not know. And you know, we could have a very fine denouement of going out into the town, but I think as things fade to black, as the candles die out, we'll just leave our three adventurers here in this church of St. Jude with the melted remains, the demon. Congratulations. You've successfully gotten revenge now it won't bring it's over your, it won't bring your fiance back it may or may not stop certain people from visiting prostitutes and speaking harshly to their wives <laughs> no all and that's done done for it's finally over and possibly oh. Percival's been cured of nihilism or possibly he will decide later after he has a few pints and calms down that this was in fact just a shared hallucination and that none of this ever happened but I think for that uh, uh, Jacob Marks if you're listening a cute little game and uh, you got it in quick you got it in and just a nice little you know trifold pamphlet and if you want us to play any games anyone is listening uh, by the way we how many cards did we end up with left we had one two three four cards left so it's a good thing you hitter on that last one that, that might have it might have gone very badly for you but you have defeated the demon and again if you want to check out that game you can find horrid mysteries that's on itch.io and i think that's going to be it for this episode of goonies world thank you for joining us lynn thank you for having me it's a pleasure as always all right and uh, if you come back next week we're going to play a really cool game and you don't want to miss it. Well, not next week, but we always take a break in between our little three-parters. But two weeks from today... Well, today, if you're listening to this on the day it came out. So, 
We'll be back again with another game later. And in the meantime, stay away from demons. Hey, everybody. If you like our podcast, don't forget to leave us a good rating and or review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever you're able. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Goonies underscore world. And check out our website at GooniesWorldPodcast.com. Email us at GooniesWorldPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.